we take a look at the precarious state of finances for the Chicago public schools. A recent report shows the district could be facing a $600 million deficit in the near future. And CPS families and educators are concerned. Joining us now with the details is WBEZ education reporter Sarah Karp. Hey, Sarah. Hey, how you doing? Doing well. Thanks for joining, Sarah. So first off the bat, $600 million. That sounds to me like a lot of money. I wonder where that number's coming from, though. So it's not really a precise number. I mean, what the people, there was this report that was done in anticipation of Chicago moving from an appointed school board to an elected one, which will start the first election that will elect half of the board will be in 2024. And then, um, you know, then in two years later, the whole board will become elected. And so this report was commission to answer the question of whether Chicago public schools could operate independently, you know, under the premise that if the school district is not um, controlled by the mayor, that the, that the mayor would pull support from the school district. And so this, this report looked at a number of factors that, um, that could affect the budget of Chicago public schools. And, you know, the, the, the interesting thing is that the, the move to becoming independent was not the thing that, that they said would affect the budget that much. It's these other factors that have haunted Chicago public schools for, for decades. Um, you know, including that the state does not fund Chicago public schools at a level that, that allows the school district to provide, um, an adequate education. Mm-hmm. Um, that Chicago public schools is limited in what it can, um, in its, ability to raise ta- property taxes so it can't do that independently um and and then also you know that we have a lot of debt that we've been carrying for a long time and there's a lot of ways that Chicago public schools is not as advantaged as other school districts in 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 getting money um in its coffers yeah so how quickly do we need to address this sarah well, they, what the what this report says is that these big deficits could start showing up um, as soon as 2025, and one big reason for that is that right now we're we're sort of going along because we have this huge influx of money from the COVID relief funds that the federal government has been providing for the last few years. And then we have up until 2024 to, to spend it. And, you know, it's, it's well over, you know, $2 billion when you look at the three different um, infusions of money from the federal government. Mm -hmm. So like this year, you know, uh, about $800 million of the Chicago public schools budget is being is is through that COVID relief fund. So once that money goes away, then suddenly all those, you know, sort of structural problems that we've been dealing with for decades will come back and, you know, just be at our doorstep. And and so that we understand how how does this usually work, CPS budgeting? Well, it's 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 very complicated because, you know, what what it is is that Chicago Public Schools has its own budget. But it's dependent on, you know, many other, um, entities to, to fund it. So, you know, it's, it's, um, the federal government provides some money, not that much, um, you know, about maybe 10%. Then the state provides a good chunk of money, but the, the biggest chunk of money comes from property taxes. Um, and so 
the the thing that's different about Chicago public schools is that most school districts can raise their property taxes um, themselves. They can the board the school their school boards can go and ask tax taxpayers to um you know to raise it as you know up until a certain percentage. There's a lot of state laws, but but there but but it's the school board that independent school board that can go and ask for money to be raised in Chicago. Um, that can't happen. We have to go through the the city, through the the mayor. Basically, has yeah. to you know say I want to levy a property tax for Chicago public schools, and that has happened over time. But um, but you know because we don't have that power, it 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 very much limits us. Also, you know the state, you know, is trying to dig out of a hole where we were way underfunded for for a very long time. Mm-hmm. We've been making up some ground over the last couple of years. You know, there's this new um, education funding formula that was approved um, in in 2017, but at the same time, it's still we're still like sort of digging digging out of a hole. And so, between those factors, we're really very limited. So, so a budget like that, right? Six hundred million dollars, a budget deficit, I should say. How is that affecting day to day operations? at the district and, and students, right? It, I'm, I'm thinking of classrooms. Sure. And, and it does affect Chicago public schools, classrooms in, in many ways. I mean, if you hearken back not very long ago under Mayor Rahm Emanuel, they, under that time, every year Chicago public schools was facing huge bu- budget deficits. I mean, in the range of 500, $600 million dollars, um, I remember back under uh, under Daly when Ron Huberman was the CEO. He, I remember one time he had a press conference. It's going to be a billion dollar deficit, and mm-hmm. at that point, what he was saying is, "Okay, we're going to have to raise class sizes. We're going to have to increase class sizes. We're going to have to lay off teachers to to make up ground." Um, and there was a lot of activism around there because people were really freaked out. Chicago public schools classrooms class sizes are not particularly small as it is. Yeah. So if you have to raise them, then you know, it's, it's, it becomes worse. So, I mean, I mean, if you don't have money, what you wind up doing is you have to lay off staff. Um, there's also a lot of discussion right now from the school board, um, a particular school board members who are saying like, okay, we have a lot of school buildings and we have a lot of principals and a lot of assistant principals. And we have some schools that are very small because Chicago public schools is losing enrollment. And is it efficient to keep all these school buildings open. Now, you know, closing schools is a very, very um, controversial thing. But there's also, once you start having deficits, you start to think about, well, is keeping, you know, is it efficient to keep all these buildings open? And if not, then do you close them? And what does that mean? So, I, I mean, these discussions are sort of starting at this point. What has Mayor Lightfoot or any current members of her appointed school board had to say about the report? So Lightfoot, I, you know, to my knowledge, has not um, addressed this uh, publicly. But um, some of the school board members at the last board of ed meeting, you know, were talking a lot about what I was just saying. You know, they, they don't say school closings because it's kind of a dicey word, but mm-hmm. they talk about like efficiency and this financial cliff. And, you know, they are talking about, hey, we're going to leave this school district to the the next board, you know, half of which will be elected and eventually all elected, and they're going to have real problems. And 
they, they're starting to ask the question of like, what, what can we do to kind of mitigate that? Now, one of the big answers to that question is to lobby the state legislature for two things. One, to fully fund the education formula, Mm -hmm. um, that, that was put in place. And then number two, to allow Chicago public schools the ability to raise property taxes and to have all the rights as the, um, as the other school districts. And also, you know, one of the other things is that the state pays the pensions for, for teachers in every other school district mm-hmm. except for Chicago public schools. Right. And so that's a big, big burden on Chicago public schools. Now, some of that was changed so that now the state does pay more of um, CPS's pensions um, after the, the funding formula was passed, but it's still not a hundred percent. And we're still dealing with the debt that, right. that Chicago public schools had to go into for years and years. And, so. and that federal funding you mentioned earlier, Sarah, is that money running out? Right. So in 20, by 2024, Chicago, all school districts have to spend, spend it. So it has to be spent by then. So yeah, it'll run out. I mean, we, and we, and the, the thing is that Chicago public schools is, is kind of unique because it, we're not just spending that money, which is, you know, one time infusion of money on, um, you know, things that in, in one year we won't need. We're, we're spending it on salaries. And so then the question becomes, once that money's gone, what's going to, where's the money to support those salaries? And so, yeah. you know, I, I just did a story about how over the last couple of years, Chicago Public Schools has added a ton of positions to the budget. And, you know, a lot of that is because of the COVID relief money that, that the school district has. Now, a lot of people say like kids need these supports. They need the social workers. They right. need the nurses. They need the extra teachers. They need the tutors. They need, you know, they need the interventionists to help struggling readers and people, kids struggling in math. They need all of that right now. But then the question is like, are they going to need that in three years? And if they still need it, what's going to be there to pay for it? So much to pay attention to as as the the story progresses. Sarah Karp is a WBEZ education reporter. Thank you so much for the update. Thank you.